0: On today's show, there's some teams in the NBA right now that are thinking about blowing it up, thinking about making some moves. Should the Mavericks pounce on any of those teams? We'll talk about who, what, and where on today's Locked On Maz. Let's go. I'm Luka Lentzic, and this is Locked On Mavericks. Mavericks! NBA champions! He hits!
1: It's good! And the
0: Mavericks have won the game! If you don't believe, you shouldn't be here. Welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for making Locked On Mavs your first listen every day. We are free and available on all podcast platforms, including YouTube. But the best way you can help us grow the show is to comment anything below. Let us know who should the Mavs target in a trade. We're looking at a couple teams today that might blow it up and may want to move some pieces around. Who's someone the Mavs should target in a trade? Joining me, as always, my co-host, Writer and contributor at Mavs.com and Studio 41. What you got for me? The trade titan, <laughs> Isaac Harris.
1: Nick, I'll let you pick. Do you want to talk about your uh, L take on 3D avatar? <laughs> or, or do you want to talk about the World Cup? <laughs>
0: Oh, uh, today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. <laughs> First-time users can receive 100 instant positive match up to 100 with the promo code Locked On. That's PrizePicks.com promo code Locked On. Uh, so I saw Way of Water, Avatar, Way of Water, the Blue People Avatar, not the good Avatar. Um, the three, the 3D in my theater was bad. I thought so. I decided not to see it in 3D, and I went and saw it, and I liked it. It was three hours. That's a that's a long movie. We got to do intermissions. We got to do, give me like 10 minutes in the middle of a movie that's three hours.
1: Yeah, I just don't get the hype for this, uh, for this Avatar in general at all. Like, I watched the first one, I thought it was cool.
0: It looks incredible. Like, it just, just the the whole landscape, like all the creatures in it, like the the actual people. It's mostly the blue people. Like, there's not many humans in it really the whole time. And so. Yeah, well,
1: I feel like the first one came out when Brad Davis was playing. So. it took this long to make Avatar Two. Uh,
0: I think I was a junior in high school when the first one when the first one came out. I remember going to see it in theaters. But uh yeah. And then World Cup today. Goodness. An all timer. That was an incredible, incredible match. I'm so glad I, I invested a lot of time, watched a lot of World Cup, and it was worth it all. It was so great to see that game.
1: Here's my here's my a little Mavs correlation to it a little bit. And I know some of y'all are gonna be like, this is dumb. Don't compare the two. But it's it's weird in soccer when you have like, you know, these all-time greats and it's like, oh, you know, they don't have like a, you know, World Cup. And when I saw, you know, Messi and them win today or yesterday, I was like, I got a little like little Dirk flashbacks a little bit of like an all-time great who got it done. finally who finally got it done, you know, and like not when they are, you know, super young or anything. Um, you know, obviously Dirk didn't win his title when he was 35, 36, but um, still, it, it was just like I thought it was a cool moment of like solidifying a legacy. Obviously, Messi is you know the goat, arguably the goat. Uh, Dirk is what top 15, um, top 20 at at the least. You know, when it comes to NBA uh, world, but it, it was cool. My wife is really salty because you know, Brazil, Argentina have. And you know their little rivalry. So uh, she was over rooting for France. And,
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> Big Mbappe but, uh, fan today. Big Mbappe
1: fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was fun
0: though. Uh, I saw somebody on Twitter say that seeing Mbappe with the hat trick and then Messi with his his uh, like play that he had would be like watching Kobe versus LeBron and then both have like 50 in a, in a game seven of an NBA finals. <laughs> like that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's the, how that yeah. game was. And it's just amazing to see like the stakes, the players, the, the, the place yeah. in their career that they're at. Cause Mbappe is what? 23 and, Young, and yeah. Messi's you know, this is his last world cup that he said. So yeah, it's, it's why it was wild to watch that game. Go to pen, go to go to both the overtime, you know, extra times go to penalty kicks or go to uh, you know, what is it? What's at the end?
1: It's PKs?
0: Not, yeah, penalty kicks. Gi- yeah, all right.
1: Yeah, it's, we, we in, in the like,
0: shootout though. Do they still call them penalty kicks? I don't know.
1: We we need to do that except for free throws in basketball.
0: <laughs> Just no except, one at the lineouts the because like, they would lose. Yeah, That's like the technical free throws at the end of games. It is kind of weird, but <laughs> all right. On today's show, uh we've <laughs> gone off the rails here. On today's show, let's talk about some teams that may blow it up. Some teams that may not necessarily blow it up completely and completely bottom out, but may want to move some pieces around that are looking at what they have right now and say, this, this ain't doing it. Like this isn't working for us right now. Let's try and change something up uh, and see if the maps can make some, some deals. And I think one of the first ones is the Raptors. I think a lot of teams are looking at the Toronto Raptors right now and just going, all right, well you're 13 and 17. I personally picked them to be number three in the, the East this year. I was really high on them. They won what? 48 games last year. They were looking pretty good, looking like, all right, Scotty Barnes could take a step forward. You got OG, who's one of the best defenders. You have Pascal Siakam, Fred Van Vliet. They were all injured a lot last year, and they overcame all those injuries. And then this season, they were going to come in. It's supposed to be healthy, ready to go, and it just hasn't been the case. Their shooters haven't really shown up. It's just been a really weird season for them. Um, There are people talking about Nick Nurse's job security, which I didn't think was going to be a thing at this point in the season, but, uh, that's how bad Raptors fans are, are down bad right now. And, uh, and yeah, what do, what do you, what are your thoughts about the Toronto Raptors?
1: Yeah. I saw KOC tweet out, uh, you know, Photoshop of, uh, Wimby in a, uh, classic <laughs> uh, Raptors Jersey and was joking. And like, you know, they're on the edge of, they could, they're in blow up territory and uh, listed a lot of the reasons you were saying about, I mean, I think he said they were like four losses away from being you know one of the worst teams in the east and uh, they're kind of teetering on that line right now you know a lot of times when you see teams that could blow it up and you kind of look at them from you know a Mavs angle because obviously Dallas is going to be in the buyer's market you know in, in today's um, in this season but <laughs> you look at teams that want to blow it up and you're like all right and if some of these teams are going to talk about it, you're like all right that player maybe that player on their team Toronto I think I will take all of them like just, just list them out. I think I would take majority of them that would hit the, hit the market. Because I, I think a lot of them fit. I mean, honestly, I think you could go down the line and say, all right, if they really overhaul it and start throwing out like flyers on, hey, what they could get from OG, Fred Van Vliet, Pascal Siakam, Gary Trent Jr. like All these guys would fit in Dallas. So if there's a team that if you're looking at it from a seller's market and like Dallas's angle that you're hoping blows it up and it's hoping to take calls, it's the Toronto Raptors because all these guys would
0: fit. Yeah, this is the number one. This is the number one. I've seen a lot of Mavs Twitter people saying like trying to will the OG and an trade to the Mavs into existence. And there's been some some speculation and like, you know, that OG wants a bigger role on offense and wants to be, you know, featured more and and. and wanted out of Toronto in whatever ways it's nothing has come out like official or anything but that that's one of the players that may be on the move and he's been an incredible defensive player his offense really hasn't been that great that efficient this season and he's making 17 million this year 18.6 million next year 19 almost 20 million dollar player option the year after that so it's a very decline in that very yeah he'll decline that very tradable contract for now and he's one of the like, so there's him, there's Siakam, who's got two years left on his deal, both guaranteed at over 35 million. Then Fred Van Vliet, who has 20 million and then 23 million as a player option for next year. He'll probably turn that down as well. I'd give up multiple picks for all those guys. I, like, I think obviously.
1: I'd be a little skeptical about Van Vliet just because he he could basically be an expiring contract. And before I would give up like multiple picks and stuff for it. I think he'd fit perfect in Dallas and I'd definitely like say, bring him here. He'd fit great with Luca. Uh with Siakam and with Siakam, I would for sure. I think him him like his fit in Dallas. Zach Lowe even mentioned on his pod the other day, a little bit about his fit in Dallas. I think when you're looking at ideal people to pair with Luca, that's the type of player that I would love to pair with Luca. It's it's this two-way type of wing, bigger guy, play some defense, but also you know put the ball in the basket too. OG, I freaking love OG. We know this going back to the draft how much I love OG and Ananobi. I am really curious on what his ceiling is. Like, what is his ceiling as a scorer, as a creator on offense? But man, if you can get OG in Dallas, twenty-five years old, under contract, you go do it right now.
0: I'm giving up multiple picks for every single one of those guys. <laughs> I would. I think that just to take us, it would take them Mavericks a step for step forward. They,
1: you give up both first for, or two first for Van Vliet.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I would.
1: Dang. That's, that's risky.
0: I'll give up multiple first for him. I think you could, I think you could re-sign him. And then, yeah, I think that, I think it would would work out. Uh, Otto Porter. It would be a risk. (laughs) Just those three guys. Also, Gary Trent. Like we have Gary Trent Jr. at home, so I'm okay with. I'm okay with with the Mavs. Tim Gary Trent Jr.
1: I think he's a little bit better defender.
0: Gary Trent is better than Tim, or Tim is better than Gary Trent.
1: I think Gary Trent's a little better defender than
0: Tim. Okay, he's also on a team with like a bunch of really good defenders around him. So I don't know who he's who he's guarding on any given night. Honestly, Fred VanVleet, OG Ananobi, Siakam, and like Scotty Barnes is who he he plays with and starts. Like He's guarding the fifth best player probably. I would take
1: Precious on this team. I would take even some (laughs) of the, like I would take, I was joking. I would take Otto Porter. I would take Hernan Gomez. Oh yeah. I'm not lying. Like a lot of their, like even smaller role players. I'm like, Hey, I would take him in Dallas. So (laughs) swap rosters here.
0: Coming up, let's talk about some other teams. We talked about the Raptors. We would be all in on those three guys. What about the Bulls? What about the Wizards? We've already made one trade of the Wizards. Can the Mavericks make another trade of the Wizards? That would make sense. What about Bradley Beal?
1: Hmm.
0: That one is a really interesting question. We'll talk about that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about prize picks. Prize picks is daily fantasy made easier. Easier than... Like having to play against these professionals that have these algorithms and and like are just sitting at their computer making full time living wages playing, you know, playing all these draft games. You can pick two to six players, and if they score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can do points, rebounds, you can do passing yards, touchdowns, goals, all kinds of different things. You can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. No competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. You can spend some time on it or you can do it really fast. Download the PrizePix app or go to prizepix.com to, to sign up and play daily fantasy sports today. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code LOCKED ON. Again, use the promo code LOCKED ON. If you deposit $100, bucks, prize Pick will give you $100. Bucks. If you deposit $50, bucks, prize Pick will give you $50. Bucks. Again, promo code LOCKED ON, PrizePix com and now the dads do the ads Nick
1: have you ever uh, driven an electric car before
0: uh, I have uh, I have a hybrid so like I can halfway say I did
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, you just defeated this whole uh, thing here. I've ridden in oh. one with you, though. <laughs> yes, you have. I was uh, walking out of the mall the other day and this car came up behind me, but it didn't even sound like a car. It was just like barely humming by. Yeah. You know what? I was like, I looked at it and I'm like, I wish I had one of those cars. You know how you could get one of those cars for a day? Turo. Oh. Yeah. Turo. It's the world's largest car sharing marketplace with Turo. You can literally download the app on your phone, and you can book a car wherever you want, whenever you want, from a community of local hosts. Browse a huge selection of vehicles. You could do literally a luxury car, you could do an electric vehicle. That's one I was talking about. That's one my wife rented for me through Turo for my birthday. It was a lot of fun. Uh, you can it can even be delivered right to you. Mm. So every trip is backed by liability insurance. Terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. Forget boring rental cars and find your drive at Turo.com.
0: All right, Isaac Harris, let's get into some more teams that we think may blow it up, may want to make some moves, shuffle things around. Can the Mavericks get in on any of these? Should they get in on any of these and give up their, really their only assets that they have, their first round picks going forward. They can give up a 2027, a 2029, or if they give up the protections to the pick that they owe to the Knicks, they can have three first round picks if they wanted to. Uh, unprotect that 2023 pick and give up the 2025. We think they're pro- it, we think they're probably going to wait until the draft this year or around the draft or free agency this year because then by that time that 2023 pick will be decided probably and they'll be able to trade four picks going forward. I think that's when they'll probably wait and make a big move like this, but if one comes up you, you don't get to decide when these these players become available, right? And so if one of these teams decides to trade these guys in midseason, you have to be ready to pounce and say, okay, well, let's do this and have all these things ready. And I, I can guarantee you that Nico Harrison has scenarios and things ready for certain situations like this.
1: And, you you know, we were talking about Fred Van VanVleet a little bit ago when we were talking about Toronto. I, w- I wouldn't empty the whole chest for him. But I think of all the Raptors players, I think he's the one I'm watching the most in regards to Dallas. Just because, like, if I'm Toronto, I'm not giving up OG. Like, no. if Toronto hits the mini reset button, just to, like, retool it a little, a little bit, you're probably keeping OG, maybe Scotty. keeping uh, Siakam. You look at, yeah, you're definitely keeping Scottie Barnes. But you're looking at Fred Van VanVleet, who's 28, who could, like, decline his option this summer and go elsewhere. So they could look out around the market and say, Hey, somebody want to give us something in case we might lose him for, you know, for nothing. And if I'm Dallas, that I would definitely be making that call for the right price, because I think he would fit great next to Luca.
0: How about a gently used Canadian center named Dwight Powell?
1: (laughs) Okay, who's our next team?
0: The Chicago Bulls. Let's talk about that team, because the Chicago Bulls are even more disappointing than the Raptors. I think they're 11 and 18, seven games under 500 right now. They're not even in the play in after being the number one seed in the East for a while last season. Uh, Just a wild turn of events for them. And it just doesn't seem like it's it's working out between Levine, DeRozan, Vooch. Like that trio just hasn't been super great this season. And so let's talk about all three of those guys. Could the Bulls decide to make some kind of move? I don't think they'll completely bottom out and trade all of them but I think that they could move some of them to get some assets and recoup some assets now in order to like do a soft rebuild around, around Zach Levine probably. Uh, But let's start with that. Could DeRozan be the, the move that the Mavs make? He makes 27 million this year, 28 million next year, both of them guaranteed. Could DeRozan be the move that that pushes them and vaults them forward?
1: The DeRozan move would be so fascinating to me because I just don't know what the cost would be. Reminder for Chicago stuff. When you're thinking about trades, Their pick next year is not their pick unless it falls within in the top four of the draft, which is you're probably not not going to fall in the top four of the draft. So they're not going to. They don't. Yeah, they don't really have that that incentive to tank. Um, So keep that in mind. But also, when you look at their team, it's like, all right, something's definitely not fitting with their team. I'm not really interested in Vooch. Sorry, no, I just don't think he fits great with the
0: 22 million dollar expiring. Great as an expiring deal, it, it's a little—it's a little interesting. But like as a player himself, he's not as good of a shooter as you think that he is, and I, I don't know—he definitely doesn't fit the Mavs like uh, defense <laughs> that they, that they want to play. Like he could not play the Mavs yeah. defensive scheme right now at all.
1: Yeah, um, Lonzo is just a huge question mark because of yeah. injuries. Um, Zach Levine, I just really don't think they trade him. I mean, he just signed the big extension. I mean, he has massive money on the books for them. I think it all centers around DeRozan for Chicago. And, you know, a, a good service for him if, you know, they're not going to be very good this year, finding him a good team. I'm, I just don't. Is it bad that I'm like skeptical about giving, like emptying the whole chest for him? I would want him in Dallas, and I think it would be cool, a cool fit next to Luka and to have another scorer in Dallas. But man, like that just scares me a little bit. Just like emptying the chest, that being your second swing, because then you can't make another swing for a while with picks and all that.
0: What if you did, what if you did Christian Wood Davis and two picks? Cause then you get off of Davis's money. Here's the
1: thing. If you give up the picks, then you have to be almost locked in that you're like, man, we're confident we're going to the finals, like or, or at least we can make a a deep a deep you know run in the playoffs or
0: or like the reason why the Lakers are talking about twenty like we're trade twenty twenty seven and twenty twenty nine like we have to give up those picks for is because it's the end of LeBron's like you're at the end of your rope somewhere right you're either yeah all right the end of your star's career or you're at a point where we're right there like we're just we're so close let's just give up this like let's do the um, I guess it's I guess it's the Nuggets Aaron Gordon type trade, or it's the. Uh, but but
1: these teams had their second star though. Yeah. Like Dallas would be doing this. I just go back to the Milwaukee stuff. Everybody freaked about freaked out about the you know offer that they gave for Drew Holiday, but they already had yeah. the number two next to Giannis in, in Middleton. So the Holiday trade was all right. Let's do this, and they want It won them a title. So mm-hmm. I, you know, if if Dallas had an, a clear number two next to Luca right now. And you're looking at it saying, all right, we got the picks. We're going to give them up for DeRozan. I'd be much more comfortable with that then. But to give up the whole treasure chest for DeRozan, and then you're still wondering, you know, DeRozan's under contract for just next year after that, and you gave up your assets, and you're still looking around the roster saying, all right, well, who's the next guy? (laughs)
0: Uh, I think DeRozan would push him forward, though he'd be the the definitely yeah. the second best scorer on the Mavericks. He'd be super consistent uh, compared to what the Mavericks have now. He's also 33. He, he has two more years left on that deal, and so you're like, that's not a, definitely a long term answer. Uh, maybe the Mavericks don't need a certain a definite long term answer right now. We're also like not too far off of them not giving up very much for him at all, <laughs> and so. It is kind of interesting this think that you do have to give up multiple picks for him. Now, I think you add that second pick in there in order to get off Davis Berton's money uh in that in that specific mm. deal that I just mentioned. Um uh, but yeah, he, I mean he was traded for what was he? He traded for <laughs> for Aminu Thad Young, a second round pick, a 2025 first. Like not like there's not much. Mostly <laughs> like not much in that deal. Um, that, he, that they that the Bulls gave the Spurs to get to and I guess they recoup some of his value. But uh, so you're out on Vooch, Demar Derozan's kind of a that's a soft yes, like that's one that if you could do one pick, like if you could, what if it's Wood and uh, can they do Wood and like Bullock and one pick?
1: See, I would entertain that, yeah, especially with the summer coming, knowing that it's like, all right, we got to. You know, DeRozan expiring, you get another pick. Then you have those. You still have three picks to give up, basically. Um, I I think I would I would do that.
0: Yeah. yeah, that money wise, that works out. I think that that I, I'm not. I think that the I don't know if the Bulls would do that just for one first round pick, but I don't know if they could get another one. You know, I don't know if they can get a, yeah. a, a better deal somewhere else. That that's the question that you're asking at that point. So. That's the Chicago Bulls. There's a couple more we want to talk about. Let's talk about Bradley Beal. Let's have the conversation about him because he's making $57 million like five years from now. Is it worth it to give up multiple picks for Bradley Beal? We'll talk about that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about a way that you can watch more television. It's something we all want to do. We're all like, how can I watch more things and also pay for less stuff? Can I pay for less streaming services? You can use ExpressVPN to unlock movies and shows that are only available in other countries. So maybe it's The Office that's on the it's on Netflix in the UK where you would have to get Peacock plus also have Netflix and have like other streaming services. Like you'd only have to pay for a couple of them to find the things that you want to pay. So ExpressVPN would allow you to watch The Office on Netflix if you change your location to the UK, refresh your Netflix, and then boom, you can watch it right there. Express vpn lets you control what you what sites um where you want sites to think you are you can choose from up to 100 different countries imagine all the Netflix libraries that you can go through you can find all kinds of different stuff there so if you want to get access to hundreds of new shows go to expressvpn.com locked on right now and get an extra three months of expressvpn for free that's expressvpn.com locked on expressvpn.com slash locked on to learn more All right, Isaac. We're talking about teams that may want to blow it up, may want to make some moves, may want to make a trade. The Raptors and the Bulls are the top of our list here. Talked about some of those players already. Let's talk about the Wizards. They're a mess. <laughs> they're, they're an absolute mess. They're on a 10-game losing streak right now. They're 11-20. and 20. They have the same exact record as the Magic, who are all of a sudden frisky and looking really good. And they're... Like not too far out of the tankathon race right now. Where are they actually right now? They are three and a half games out of, <laughs> of the worst record in the NBA, which means they're not too far out of like having the same odds for a number one pick right now because of the cap smooth because of the lottery odds smoothing. So with the Wizards, you have Kyle Kuzma, who we have talked about recently, thirteen million dollars essentially expiring. He's going to decline that player option in his second year we talked about him. We think he would be a good addition. Not sure it would be worth it to give up a first-round pick or multiple first-round picks for Dallas. He'd be good on the Mavs, but we're not sure about, about that. Uh, but Bradley Beal, he makes a lot of money, a lot of money over the next couple of years here. He's making $43 million this season, so that's the money you'd have to trade for. And then he has... One, two, three more guaranteed years, plus a $57 million player option in 2026 that is not a real year, and he'll be 33 years old. Thoughts on a Bradley Beal big move? I would do it. Woo! Yeah.
1: I think I would. Um, Let me just get this out of my system real quick, and then I'll go on the positives. If they did do it him and Luca combined would be on the books next year for $86 million. No, oh, just, just yeah. those two players.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. That's, that's blowing my brain right now.
1: $86 million for two players. Um, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, he's under contract for
0: the salary cap in 2015 was $70 million. I just wanted to point that out. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> uh,
1: this is why I would do it. One. I don't think, it would require the whole treasure chest to get him because I think because of the money, I think it would take a little bit off the trade package. Like I don't think a Brad bill at $43 million is going to be getting you what heck, even what Rudy Gobert got the f- mm. five firsts and swaps or like what a Durant package would get and all That's of that. Mess. Now I think it would, it would require you know both your first and you know, your assets that you have and stuff. But I don't think, it would require swaps and all that stuff. Um, another thing you're locking in a guy next to Luca that we've been like the prototype of a player that you want next to Luca. This is the type of guy that we've been wanting, right? A scorer who can, he, he can defend at time.
0: Can, can he defend? Do we know that? Is that, a thing? I
1: say he can defend at times, but he can, but we, he can do, score. do we know this?
0: Do we know? <laughs> Should I, I'm going to text Ed from lockdown wizards. Hey, have you ever seen Bradley Beal? play defense at a high level
1: a few years ago back-to-back years he averaged over 30 points a game uh it's we would defense. be locking in it's not defense i know i'm focusing on the offense um <laughs> so we talk about f- finding the number two next to luca is it perfect no no but when you when you start looking around the league it's like yeah if you could pair luca with a super young guy that is a jalen brown yes that is that That's, is perfect right yeah. there but if you're and Washington's calling, I, mean, I am thinking about it really hard. If I'm Nico, and I know that the the contract and the money and all that stuff, but if you're telling me you could lock in Luca and Brad Beal for the next at least four years, three years, and then have some surrounding pieces that you already have, I mean, does it? I mean, do you not go into the rest of the season or into next season saying, yeah? They're one of the best teams in the league. I think you are.
0: The thing about Bradley Beal is he solves enough of your offensive issues that the defense doesn't matter as much. Right. Like the defense matters right now and they need defense to be as good as it is right now. And they need to have less weaknesses on defense because their offense is just (laughs) Luca, like just Luca trying to figure things out or just Luca and Justin Dinwiddie like trying to figure these things out on their own. Um, with Bradley Beal, he's also kind of a playmaker, right? Like he's averaged the last couple of years here, like five or six assists per game. Like he can, he can make some, he can make some passes. He can do some playmaking stuff. He's been the guy they've, they've used him at point guard in Washington because they didn't have any point guards, but they've used him at point guard before. And so he can do a lot of things. He can answer a lot of questions. Uh, he, It would, it'd be a great role for him. He, I think he's a great, like number two, number three type player. Yeah. In a team instead of he's been typecast as this number one, and he's look at the look at Washington's record, he's obviously not that. And so, you bring him to Dallas, pair him next to Luca, he would get so many wide open threes, he would all, that he would knock all those down. He's an incredible shooter that's just taken like really tough ones for years and years and years now. I mean, look at his first look at look, look, look at his career, the first what five seasons when he was with John Wall and stuff, he's shooting 39% from three. His last. 5 years when he's not he's shooting 34% from 3, right? Like just just look at the difference mm. between those when he had somebody to set him up and when he hasn't had somebody to set him up. And uh and that I think tells you all the difference in what Bradley Beal could be. Uh I, I joke about the defense, but that would be a that would be a question mark. Can the Mavericks create a championship level defense with Luka and Brad Beal? Right? Like can they do I mean, that? But but if they can if you can Luke keep Luka's
1: been used to playing, I mean,
0: If you can keep like Dorian and Bullock and Maxi, your offense will be good enough with those guys, right? I was going to say, he
1: just went to the conference finals with Brunson. Right,
0: right. I'm saying you can do, I think you can build that because your offense, you can have the defensive players around and the offense will be good enough with just those two guys to make it work. Um, Interesting wrinkle. If they don't give up Dinwiddie in the deal, can Dinwiddie and Brad Beal, like, play together again? That was a thing in Washington, and I, that, that'd that be a thing I'd be really interested in. Dinwiddie, I
1: would assume, would be in the deal. Um, Brad Going Beale also back to
0: Washington? T- like, we're going to send him back to Washington now? I don't know it's if that's... Probably,
1: it'd probably be a three-team trip, but... Um, I'm pretty sure Brad Beal also has a, a no-trade clause. He does. He's the so. only
0: one in the NBA with one.
1: Yeah, so he uh would have to approve that move to Dallas to play with Luke. But
0: apparently he wanted to play with a contender this past off season, just no contenders wanted to pay him forty seven forty three million dollars yeah. a year.
1: I that quote was hilarious to me. <laughs> yeah, I mean there's no contender out there, so I just took, you know, forty three million dollars for next year. <laughs> it's like all right. Um question for you. Yeah. Would you rather have Kyle Kuzma or OG?
0: I'd rather have OG for sure.
1: C- considering the trade packages and everything.
0: Oh, um I'd rather have OG.
1: Okay. Siakam or Levine?
0: Siakam. By a lot. Ooh. Oh, Siakam, I think I forgot
1: your your Zach Levine
0: <laughs> <laughs> Siakam is just such a perfect fit next to Luca. Like that's just the guy that would yeah. work so well. Um, can I Will tell you? you can I tell you oh can I tell you a fake trade that I came up with that um Oh, please. I, I wanted to wait till the end of the pod for. Oh god. Another god. one of these teams that's been disappointing is the Timberwolves. Yeah. D'Angelo Russell makes $31 million. It's an expiring deal. Remember what yeah. we remember what we talked about with Westbrook? Uh-huh. Would you give up Bullock to give them another wing? JaVale and Bertons for D'Angelo Russell. you I had to take JaVale out of that for me. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, why would they do that? They get they get Bullock. They D'Angelo Russell's kind of been not that great of a fit, I guess. Yeah, th- maybe you sent like I don't know why you they would do that. But now they're
1: just taking they're just taking on, on Burton's bunny and and Javale's. <laughs> yeah, no. I think if they're trading Russell, you're tra- you're you're trying to get like a, a like a floor general point guard to like set everybody up, set Gobert up, set Ant up.
0: We'll send like, him Kemba. <laughs> maybe, uh, they, maybe they want to become more multiple like the Mavs, the Borzingas trade. Like maybe they want to do something like that.
1: Okay. The, we didn't get to talk about the warriors, but this one's random for you. Okay. Kevon Looney or
0: Alex Caruso. Looney. I think i would take. Caruso. Looney would be, he's the perfect center for what the Mavs want to do defensively. He would be.
1: Yeah. Uh, Considering the trade package draymond or westbrook
0: well i i the only thing i wrote down for the you said the warriors is one of these teams and the only thing i wrote down for the warriors was they are not trading draymond <laughs> and i was like directed towards you know. as i was writing that <laughs> um so i think i would do westbrook for the expiring deal okay not that i trust the mavs with the cap space that it would create but, uh, but I, would, I would take the expiring <laughs> deal
1: Donnie just shoots out a tweet out of nowhere, plan
0: powder on t- on Twitter now, plan powder. <laughs>
1: and then he gets suspended because he has a link tree.
0: <laughs> they they already retracted that, by the way. <laughs> did they really? Yeah, they did. Oh, crap. They already made it a rule and then they removed it because a bunch of content creators came out against it. Like Mr. Beast. Mr. Beast came out against that rule and he was like, oh, wow, I can't do that. Uh, there you go. Let us know in the comment section, what's a player that you're targeting? Who are the players that stood out? Maybe somebody that perked your ears up that we talked about today. Let us know. Also, thanks for making Lockdown Maps your first listen today. Go check out the Lockdown Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Guys, thanks for listening to Lockdown Maps. Peace out. Boom.